Hey friends, just a couple words before we start. Uh, first is that we had some technical difficulties on this episode, and Lee's audio is not up to her usual high-quality audio. So we've we've done our best, uh, but and it's definitely still listenable. But you'll you'll know you'll notice a difference. So just bear with us on that. It is going to be a okay. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention is that. Uh, sort of secret project, but not that secret. We are working with Marlo Dobb, a very talented illustrator, on this super cool animation thing, which is for a different secret project. But that being said, you should all go check out Marlo Dobb on Twitter. That's at M-A-R-L-O-W-E-D-O-B-B-E, at Marlo Dobb. She's great. Check her out. All right, that's that's all I got. So... Here it is, the show. Ha ha. In the limitless expanse of space, not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other tachyon stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Travis. I'm Lee. I'm Logan. And I'm Greg. And I want Shift 9 to give me a recap. Well, you know, we were, uh, I was being an incredible ambassador, as uh, is normal, <laughs> you know. And I, t- I took it from Prelia. Um, and they they acted a little miffed about it, but whatever. I'm a much better public speaker, so this is fine. I think we can all agree on that, right? Can I, Carol? You want to? Yes. I, sure. Carol's giving me the yes. Yeah. There we go. Okay. I have some objections, but okay. Sit down, traitor. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> we uh we went to a sector of space where uh, it was claimed by unclaimed, which was clearly a uh you know a username and you know me and carol did our thing where we did an abbott and costello routine until the person on the other side told us that it was indeed them that was unclaimed the the name (laughs) part of was it was claimed and anyway that person wanted us to send over a whole mess of information about our ship and we were a little hesitant about that probably thought it was very strange indeed so we asked a couple more prying questions while we bought some time to discuss it between ourselves. Carol looked off into the distance and got really contemplative for a little bit. I feel like maybe he was having a flashback. And then, um, you know, the person on the other side said that Carol was wanted for war crimes, and I'm right or die for my crew, so let's let's fuck this person up. So, before you send every energy cannon you have... Uh, towards Impure Shark and her little outpost on the asteroid there. I should probably tell you that uh, your ship has energy cannons. Um, you have <laughs> those uh, also at your disposal. Uh, Buatrol, the Scarlet Shark Yeah, I was going to talk to him real quick. He's there. He's on your ship right now. Um, his fighter is docked on the Pelican, so if you wanted to have some sort of boarding party, you got his fighter there, or if you just want to uh, some of you want to fly that fighter that's there. Impure Shark is on our ship right now, right? No, she went back to her station and then said, yeah, just send over 
Carol Tardif or Tatif. It has been both over the course of the the show. It has, but it. The canon is Schrodinger's now lizard. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we want to send uh, Boo Troll as quote unquote Carol and uh, just just light them up? Is that or maybe all of us? We can all go and say it's just it's just Carol coming over. <laughs> and well, what was the other the other person they wanted? ZG Ukyug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that written down. Well, I do have it written down somewhere, but I just remember it was ZG Ukyug. I love all my crew equally, and then it and then it has a flashback and says, I don't care for ZG Ukyug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you're not wrong. <laughs> well I just wanted to check in with Boo Troll to make sure that in the second of announcing we should attack and then having that flashback that seems to have taken two weeks. <laughs> I'll turn to the group. Are we, uh, are we worried that they have a, a big weapon, maybe? Like the thing we're supposed to find? Is that at all a concern? Oh, no, yeah, that's very likely now that you've mentioned that. <laughs> I feel like that's probably a concern. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we think that they'll... Uh, I mean, I don't want to go over there and get you know, war crimed or whatever that happens because it's, you know, fucking bullshit. But are we all okay, you know, blowing them up and then facing a gigantic bomb or death ray Carol, you, or ice bomb death ray? Did you, have you, I felt, I feel like you know this already. I feel like we could just, you know, I, I mean, there's, there's always benefits to having the element of surprise on your side. However... We could just, you know, radio back and say, hey, yeah, we're not doing that. Thanks. <laughs> you can't have Carol. Sorry. Or that other person. They can have ZG, ZG <laughs> right? I, I feel like ZG, I feel like ZG's in this, in this room right now. And maybe I don't know it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I don't want to die. <laughs> Oh, ZG, I'm so sorry. didn't see you there. Yes, no, no. Of yeah, course you not. usually don't. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you and Prelia want to go over. Prelia can be Carol. You can be ZG. I'm sure to be fine. Or maybe Prelia could be ZG and I could be Carol. Sure. I don't. You're, you've, okay, yeah, yeah. we're not sending Carol over. What we're sending you, fake Carol is, over. Why are we sending? Yeah, this is fake Carol. I'm sorry. I meant to say Prelia. <laughs> We're not sending Pralia over. What are we? What is happening right now? Why are we? All right. Well, let's radio back and just say no and see what happens. Just yes, radio and say no. That's, no. that's what we need to do. I'm with Carol. Mm, what did Carol say? <laughs> radio over and tell them no. That's not a thing we're gonna do. Okay. Fair enough. Let's do this. I press the unmute button. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um. Fuck y'all. All y'all. <laughs> uh, excuse me? We're not sending Carol over. That's that's some bullshit. All right, then I won't be able to uh let you into the territory. I mean, you can go your you can go your own way, do that sort of thing. Um I but yeah, I can I can't let you two in. Two classical music references. This is we're really bonding here. Uh but yeah, no, I won't be able to let you in unless uh cuz I mean, I, it's it, like I said, it's probably the Probably just a different dude, same name, but yeah, I gotta gotta check in just to make sure. So, what if we just sent over ZG Ukyuk? 
gonna need the both, I think. Is there, like, uh, someone else we can talk to? Perhaps a higher-up authority? Yes, uh, let's speak to your manager. Uh, yeah, let me see if she is in. Hold on. You, you, start, oh you hear, like, elevator music. <laughs> Put that on mute real if quick. this person is Krisha Indrith, or Kovor Pyro, or Maza Adwog... <laughs> Are they're these totally random my names best. you just generated? My, yeah, they're my friends. I actually do. I'm, I hate to disappoint, but I actually know the name of her superior. Well, so. dang. I was hoping that it was one of these that, and I didn't just generate these. I've had these names the whole this whole this whole time. This whole time, twelve story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, hello. This is. Special Agent Flawed Grandma told that uh, <laughs> you asked to speak to a supervisor. How can I help you? What's Grandma's flaw? Oh, no, I the, my assigned code name is Special Agent Flawed Grandma. Yeah, uh, but we I got mean- some weird ones over don't here. Don't you need to have, have like, th- a flaw yeah, to be a flaw? I mean, do you even have children that had children? I mean, What's naming conventions story? are very, very confusing. You just spoke with Impure Shark, and she's a gas cloud. She's not a shark, so I'm yeah, not a grandma. Yeah, but I thought the impurity so... was the fact that it was a gas cloud and not a shark. That makes sense. I guess I'm a pretty shitty grandma, because I'm just a dude who has no kids, so- <laughs> You're a- <laughs> Okay, no, yeah, that tracks. All right, anyway, you did ask us to hand over two of our crew members, and that's pretty messed up. Yeah, I'm looking at your file here. But yeah, so, I mean, I hate to just kind of repeat what my agent said, but it does look like uh, this uh, CG Ukyug is a wanted criminal, or at least has the same name as a wanted criminal in our in, uh, in some of our territory. Uh, and same for uh, this Carol Tatef here. Yeah, it just brings up a flag, because... Uh, same name as a war criminal who's out there in space, so we just want to make sure we're not letting in those. I'm, I'm sure you can. Uh, I'm sure you can understand. I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever had instances of, you know, like unknown terrorists entering your home, but um, we oh, don't love it here. Believe me, I am familiar with unknown terrorists trying to enter and destroy my home. Yeah. Hey, listen. I have a question. We, we're uh, not really familiar with the unknown uh system it could you tell us more about your way of life uh well technically i'm supposed to just say no uh <laughs> what's your favorite movie oh green mile green Good mile choice. old one yeah let's say i was gonna apply to live on a planet within this system what might i need to know uh, so you wait, don't wait, 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 wait. To... The twenty one fifty five remake or the original? The original isn't twenty one fifty five. Oh my god! <laughs> that tells me all I need to know. Thanks. He he says, uh, uh well, uh, the, our territory is a little different. It's not like you need to really apply to live here. We're just kind of the um, we're the police force for a group of planets and solar systems and sectors that don't have one. Some of them. Maybe even don't know we exist, but we just kind of want to make sure we're keeping the peace and uh, making sure things develop in a way that ends up creating uh, uh, moral societies. Okay, so let's say we were to attempt to enter this sector, and in doing so, we had to hand over these two individuals. What would happen? Is there like a trial process where they could justify their actions where we or... could spend like 15 or 20 episodes on a trial <laughs> <laughs> uh well so the 
system of uh, justice that we have here is called the uh, the karma order. So uh, what we do is we would verify, see whether or not you let's just take your uh, ZG Ukyug as an example. We would check to see if he is in fact the ZG Ukyug that is on our files as the wanted criminal, and if he is, uh, we've already sort of calculated uh, his punishment based on. You know, the stuff he's did in the past, and we already have verification that those things occurred. We have eyewitnesses. Um, so, uh, in ZG Ukyug's case, it would be, uh, you know, just a couple decades in a rehabilitation center. We get, you know, get paid by the people who who want to see ZG Ukyug put away, uh, and then we set him off. Um, for Carol Tatif's case, if it is indeed the same Carol Tatif, um, yeah. Which I'm uh, sure he it's is, not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, according, you know, a lot of the times we, you know, we have this system set up, but occasionally people want us to uh, look into particular cases more, so they'll pay us a little a little extra. Yeah, uh, the folks who want Carol um, have paid us uh provided a bounty dead or alive so if it is the same carol we'd just kill him but like we said it's clearly not so yeah okay give us just one more moment please you got it okay i'm sort of coming around on this uh send someone else over to be carol okay, i yes. mean can we then it won't I be carol we decided and then, a long time i'm sorry we i wasn't a. i was very behind <laughs> on what the point of that would be and now i get it <laughs> not gonna lie i do want to be one of the people because that seems like some rad broadcast. I mean, but they've already talked to you. I think I it should be someone they haven't talked to. I can voice good. I don't <laughs> always sound like this if I need to. I can do accents. I'm okay. multi-talented. What is happening no. right now? This is really freaking me out. <laughs> What's wrong, Carol? You think this is my normal voice? Question mark. <laughs> Did we switch... Programming formats, is this one of those candid candidate cameras? Carol, what happens to your voice when I talk to you enough like this? Well, it gets really weird when you talk to me like that. I don't... <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> All right, look, I just think we need to get a couple of red shirts up here. We'll send them over. They can be these two people, and we'll just move on with our lives. So we're 100% sure I can't get the, the footage there for me? I mean, send a camera over, but you can't do it, honey. Okay. You could send your producer over with one of the red shirts. I would never. What? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Sure. Come on. Schuler's not going to. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I just want to be clear. You are. I just want to know the plan so that I can continue narrating this story. You are saying that you're just over and say that they're Carol and Zuku. Yeah, gotcha. So, and in this plan, and then you just and then you just go in, and then one of them, if if they believe that it's the right people, one of them gets shot on the spot, and the other goes to prison for twenty years. And you just fuck it. I don't care. I didn't even know what their names were. Is that the plan? No, they're gonna. Well, there's no way that they would be. I'll send over two bird people, right? Mm-hmm. And then they clearly aren't Carol, a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be fine. And ZG Uku gets an no bird person, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. And then you just say, "Yeah, I'm a different Carol." Yeah. Correct. I get you. No. Oh I'm, no! I'm it took I, me two weeks to understand what this plan was. <laughs> <laughs> so... It took me even longer. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me with some names for these red shirts. Okay. Thal. T-H-A-L-L. Yep. 
And then we'll go with Kovor Pyro. Ooh, how do I spell that? Uh, K-O-V-O-R-P-I-R-O. Those are some good-ass names. Yeah. I'm just going to make notes that really these don't people exist. To die. So, uh, Lirian, can you quick make Faco driver's licenses or pilot's licenses or whatever that say our names for these two? That's for Obviously, me, right? That is absolutely not what my voice sounds like. <laughs> Obviously, that is absolutely part of what I do. Oh, okay. Do you have a move that does that, or is that just going to be? Yeah, like, I, no, I can't I it's something like that. Yeah. Uh, I have, uh, I have influence. That's true. I just wasn't sure if you had like a. And I have, I mean, no, I don't have that. Okay, in that case, um, I am an academic and a scoundrel, though, so I don't know. Yeah, influence. Well, yeah, how are you? What is it that you're you're doing? Are you I, like modifying? I have the... like a move exactly like this. Oh really? Uh, it's technocrat upload. Expend a data point on the sector net to have the facts about the subject either be erased, hidden, classified, become common knowledge, or be falsified. Oh right! Oh, and I remembered you—you you got an assessment a while ago, and you rolled well, I think. And I was supposed to give you a data point, and I never did. Oh. I think one of you. I'm not sure if it was you in particular, but since I've I think boned it Shifna's up before. the only one that has done that sort of move. Yeah. I haven't, and I don't think um, So you can totally do that. Um, do you have to roll for that? I think when you spend a data, data point, point, you just do it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so ZG, I'm not super concerned with because ZG is a super common name. Uh, so I just yep. I just go with the first ZG that comes up. That's not that the same one with war crimes. And then Carol, I take a little bit more care with. Okay. So Thal will then be playing the role of ZG Ukyug. And Cover Pyro will be playing the role of Carol Tatif. I'm going to pull um, and... uh, Pyro aside. Okay, don't worry about how your voice sounds, because I clearly don't. It just changes. So whatever you come up with is good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah. Um, also, oh, wait, you just said don't try. But, it, but now I'm thinking about it? Okay, whatever. I'll just that's, do it. That's good. Go with that. Okay. <laughs> You, did you say you're sending a camera with them? Do you want to see what the interior looks like? Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And my this is one of my, uh, like, a drone with a speaker on it, too, so I can use my very cool voice if I need to. You put the uh, the two of them on Booatrol's fighter and send it over. You realize very quickly that this is, in fact, not a just a small little station on an asteroid. The asteroid's not even actually there. It's all a cloaking device hiding a giant, what do you call those? It's a spaceship, but <laughs> it looks a little different. Um, That's it's a spaceship. no moon. That's a space station. Once the the camera gets past where the sort of edge of the cloaking technology projects, you can see what it actually looks like. And it's it's sort of half the ship is this long thing that looks sort of halfway between like a submarine and an aircraft carrier. It's sort of tubular like a submarine, but the top is sort of flattened off and it looks like that's used for smaller ships landing there. But what's even stranger is when they do land in the docking bay there. It's not like, oh, all of a sudden there are all these karma order because that's what this faction is called. It's not like there's all these sort of like karma order agents running around. This is a ship 
that is piloted by a single person. The only person here is Impure Shark. It must have been that Flawed Grandma was uh, Skyped in. Um, So even Flawed Grandma isn't there. And instead of people um, operating the ship, there are all of these strange drones that are shaped like B, uh, not Bs, like Vs, like the letter V, um, an upside down letter V that's white, sort of boomerang-esque, that are sort of just like walk, that walk by just moving the two ends of the V, and then they use the point at the top to like be a screwdriver or like drill into things and change knobs and things, and they all make these sort of like flapping noises as they're walking with <laughs> their uh their their two ends, um and. The two uh, red shirts walk past those uh, and get to the bridge of the ship where they see Impure Shark, who says, all right, so which one of you is uh, Ziji Ukyug then? And Thal says, yep, that's me. And Impure Shark sort of scrolling on a data pad. I think this deserves a roll. I think we need to roll. No, I guess you spent the data point, so it just works. Huh? I, I guess. I don't, All right. I don't know this game too good. <laughs> you tell me what to do and I'll do it, buddy. I'm going to reread that move because it's like there's so many good possibilities for if this goes poorly that I, if it's an option, I want to make sure I know that it's an option. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm not going to take it away from you if the move just says it works. Yeah, no, it looks like you just do it. So, Impure Shark goes through a data pad and says, yep, you are not the ZG Ukyug in question, and then let me see, you must be Carol then? And uh, Cover is sweating. Uh, <laughs> and she she scrolls through and says, uh, yep, it looks like your dig- digital signature doesn't match either. So, um, yeah, and she goes over to the uh, the speaker button, and she says, yeah, it looks like it was all just sort of a uh, uh, false alarm there. Neither of these are the folks in question, so I'm just going to send them back to you, and uh, you should be good to head on in. Sounds good. I'm sure you understand why we wanted to go through the rigmarole of all of this, since our crew right? would be in danger. Why are you talking like that? Oh, uh, God, he's I'm just the speaker. weird. Don't worry about through it. Speaker. It's through the speaker. It's a different character. Wait, as far as as far as Impure saying, Shark knows, you were saying that through the speaker of the what does the drone look like? Uh, I mean, like in my head, it's exactly the things from uh, Destiny. Yes, the the ghosts or yeah, whatever. Ghosts from Destiny. Okay, and she she says, "Wait, what did you say?" I was too distracted <laughs> by the voice. What did you even say? I'm sure you understood why we went through all that rigmarole, since our crew would have been in danger in a scenario that didn't play out but it's possible yeah i mean i got it hopefully i won't see you later because that'll probably mean you're in trouble right have fun (laughs) (laughs) and she uh waves yon through i do like some high fives with everybody in the in the control room yes 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 (laughs) i'm gonna say though once we secure the weapon or bomb or ice beam or death ray or whatever they have i totally want to fuck that impure shark up Cause that's some bullshit. Okay, well, I mean, Carol, they were just doing their job. Yeah, your shark is just a just a person doing their job. Uh, we'll see once we get the thing. Okay. Oh, this is just like that Prelia thing. The two red shirts come back unscathed, and Thal is very happy. Thal is like, "Yeah, I, 
I did it. Did you see my acting back there? I was a star. Yeah, you were and a rock star. You were born for this, honey. Cover <laughs> is like, I never want to do this again. Please, I just, I'm just gonna <laughs> just stay in the lab and just do, do more of the, uh, you know, you know, more of the science stuff like I've done before. That that works generally a lot better for me. Okay, I'll write that down on my notes, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Did you though? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you're heading on through to, uh, Ariana Prime? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, God. I thought this was, this session was going to be a space battle. Let's see where things go. Today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We the, were all ready for it, too. Yeah. We were testing <laughs> earlier. The Ariana system has a sun in the middle and three planets. There is Ariana Prime, where you're headed. There's Ariana Segunda, where Buatrol is going to be hiding out because Buatrol, as a Scarlet Shark, doesn't want to be like, hey, what's up, rebel Scarlet Sharks? You know me, Buatrol. I'm one of the Scarlet Sharks that you probably hate. <laughs> so that's why he's not going to go with you. Uh, but he's going to be on that planet so you can communicate with him easily. That's Ariana Segunda, if I didn't mention that already. Now are we heading uh, to and then there's Ariana... Ariana Grande? Hmm? Is that where we're heading? Yeah, are we going to Ariana Grande? <laughs> and then there is Ariana Twa, which is the third planet. And that one actually has a small, like a small, like mining outpost over there. And actually that's where, you know, in the fine print of your contract with uh, the invisible, there's apparently an invisible contact out there on Ariana Trois in case you ever need to contact them about how the mission's going. If they're invisible, um, how are we supposed to find them to contact them? Carol. I think it's a valid question. We're not do are we doing a bit again? The invisible aren't invisible, honey. It's just like a brand. It's it's a brand promise that they make. You know, there's nobody it's around. Like, we're not... Are you the, doing... It's the technology that's invisible. Have you not heard the commercials? I I got that, that skip commercial feature on my phone device. You know, Lurianne, do you, have you, has anyone ever told you you sound like the person in those commercials? Have <laughs> you ever done any VO work? <laughs> oh, I should look into that. <laughs> So you head towards Ariana Prime, and and just as as promised, it is a poison planet. It's the atmosphere is is odd. It's um it's not that it's poison all the way through. There's a very heavy compound. It's a dense gaseous compound that is at the floor of the planet. Essentially, the ground, I guess, is the word that real humans call the ground. <laughs> um, and so, it, but it's actually a thin layer. So, like all three of you, I I guess I've just assumed that you're all. Like human height? How tall are you? I'm I'm pretty tall, but like tall for a human, you know. Uh huh. So I'm thinking like six six. Yeah, I'm probably along those lines because you know I'm thinking like Rito from Breath of the Wild. So yep. they're pretty yep. tall. I mean, but Link is really small, so it's hard to tell. But yeah, how I'm very excited for Carol to be very small. How big was Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> Twelve stories <laughs> this whole time. No, I think I think Carol is about five foot one. Okay, so you are all tall enough so that you your um... but boy Carol is a cute little small boy. <laughs> uh, so the the way the planet works once you finally land there is like there's this layer of this dark black, this blackish, very very poisonous fog right at the bottom next to the ground for like a foot and a half 
And then above that is the rest of the atmosphere, which is this swirling purple fog, this swirling purple mist that's actually breathable. Um, it's just the... You just don't want to fall down if you're not wearing a spacesuit because inhaling the stuff next to the ground that's going to kill you. But, you know, taking your space helmet off um, for just a little bit above that one foot area is fine. So I had uh, I had a gaming question that I just remembered. Uh huh. So we're in theory facing the same group that we fought at the museum, right? That's right. Is there something that I could gain? Carol's been watching the tapes of that encounter is there like something i could have learned about like their tactics or whatever mm. prior to going into this hit me with an assessment roll i think that sounds like let's see what stat is most like sort of study expertise yeah hit me with an expertise roll 2d6 plus whatever your expertise is that's a Whoa. 12 so on a 12 on assessment, you gain significant information about the subject and earn a data point about it as well hmm. so what you notice is that you really dig in, you know, you zoom and enhance all you need to do. And you find, uh, as you're going through the tapes of episode two of Very Random Encounters Uncharted Worlds, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. the the pilot episode of this this arc of, of higher being, Shift 9's show, you <laughs> find in in this, this combat sequence that you're referring to with those locust people that... Their guns, in fact, do look like Scarlet Shark weapons. However, Scarlet Sharks, um, both their weaponry and their spaceships are known for this red stripe that's known as the fin. Um, it's sort of like echoing media about sharks where you see mm-hmm. the, you see the fin and the you know the jaws but up but up type of thing so it's <laughs> like oh no if you see the fin out in space you know you're about to get raided by these space you're pirates. gonna get sharked but because they are you're so they're so <laughs> dedicated to their sort of collectivism that there's no room for you know it's not like they're allowed to you know paint a face at the end of their fighters you know like world war ii pilots would or whatever where they would paint scary things on the end of the, yeah. the, the the airplane or whatever um that's like kind of strictly not allowed because you know scarlet sharks have all their rules and also it's all about it's not about the individual it's about uh making sure that the collective and the collective meaning like everybody not just people in the sharks but that like what's more important than the individual is is society as a whole what you notice however is that each of these guns while they have the fin marking that red stripe they also have sort of individualized markings, whether it be little graffiti pattern, like graffiti na- like tags, like a little like almost like a name or or even just a little symbol that sort of sets them apart. Each each person has their own little detail added on. So you're saying there's more um, self-expression in these deviant sharks. Exactly. Um, deviant sharks sounds gotta... like deviant art. And that's what I'm going to call them from now on. So that's the useful information I am giving you, and now I need to roll up a name so I can give you the data point that I'm also giving you. There's a graffiti tags Ooh. name generator. There it is. <laughs> yeah, so the data point I'm giving you is that one of is is that the 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 gun that has the sort of graffiti tag on it, that name that's tagged is Yof. Y O F. That's what you got. Okie dokie. You can use your 
scanners to your ship scanners to figure out exactly where the life forms are on this planet. Do you want to just land where they are with your ship and be like, what's up? Or do you want to roll in on land farther away and then roll up in your little personal vehicles? I don't think anything about the higher being show screams stealth. So I think we just roll right up. Okay. You descend through the purple mist. The landing gear comes off, uh, comes out of the pelican and spreads that, uh, that dense black poison fog that's at the at the bottom of the atmosphere sort of spreads that outward as it lands into the the greenish sands of Ariana Prime, and you hear the 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 landing gear, not the landing gear, the uh, what do you call that? The little the the ramp, the landing ramp, the exit ramp uh, sure. that extends out. And is it just the three of you, or are you taking anybody else with you? What are you doing? Yeah, I think it's just the three of us. I mean, do we maybe want to... I mean, are we just going in as ourselves or are we trying to pose as something else? Because I could have a, I could have some of the boys dress up as like a construction crew, like we're here to to help build and reinforce if we want that. Otherwise, it would just be the three of us. I mean, construction crew sounds like pretty good tape. Hmm. I'm down for this, yes. All right, so I'll I'll have like five of my crew just don the standard construction gear i'll swap out my sort of standard garb for my you know industrial overalls and i've still got my big backpack on but i'm much more sort of the foreman of a construction crew garb and will be the first on the ramp so shift nine shift nine steps out and has a form-fitting spacesuit that is electric blue. And then there's a bubble that shapes over his hair so that it's <laughs> but it's like a free-form thing that uh, is very comfortable to wear. But then he looks around, and he's like, ugh, and then like puts in some data points on, uh, I'm assuming, his wrist device. Or that's probably probably just has a cell phone or something. Something like that, but uh, a data pad and uh, shifts over to a construction worker thing and looks very distraught about it. <laughs> and the hair, the hair is like all puffed up in the top of the the uh, headpiece, and he looks very distraught about that. As you approach, you can start to see through the fog the actual structure, and it's this series of domes that are sustaining a. I guess it's it's kind of breathable out here, but the domes prevent that black poison smoke from getting in and create just an, a more Earth-like atmosphere. And you can kind of see through the bubble of the dome that there are these like suburban homes lining these streets. And you approach the entry point and uh, you hear uh, a speaker say, Yes, hello, what business do you have uh, in the community here? Yeah, uh... I saw on the space webs there was an open construction contract to build some model oh, homes. Yeah, yeah, you're here for the the racetrack. Oh, it's a racetrack. I'd yeah, I, we can do anything. We can make anything fit. Yeah, racetrack sounds amazing. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, so glad. Uh, that's gonna be so cool when we get it done. I'm so happy. Yeah. So just plug in your half of the contract key, uh, and that'll link you to the folks who sent out for, and you should be good. Just as a point of plot this is live broadcasting on my feed so carol is front and center for once <laughs> in the show 
even if he's not aware of it. Uh, I uh, will do a quick search for the contract key. Uh-huh. Yeah, give me an access roll. That's 2d6 plus interface, unless some one of the other two are doing it. I mean, I'm I'm our interfacer, right? Or... Well, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to look at Carol, like, you know, trying to find the thing and then just be like, oh, my gosh, Carol, did you lose it again? I'm not good with these things. Listen, it is uh, Maza Adwog in there. Ooh, you get to do that once per session, don't you? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, let me see. We got a, quite a number of folks. Uh, let me scroll here. Uh, yeah, looks like looks like we do. Should I put you two in contact? Yes, please do. Who is this person and why are they here? <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, Lyrian has a move called Contacts where whenever she gets to a new place, she just gets to say, yes, I have a friend here. <laughs> Okay, who is Maza? Maybe you've like gotten very cryptic notes of like, this is where I am. I can't really tell you anything about it. I'm under a whole bunch of NDAs, but if you ever around. I feel like yeah, I think I think I have a lot of I think I have a mass email <laughs> that I send out to like everyone I've ever that has ever owed me a favor for any reason. <laughs> So when I get to a place that I think I might need a contact, I send that email out and see who's near where I'm at. Oh, cool. So Maza has just moved here to this community. That fits. And is probably some sort of, I think Maza has retired here. Mm, I like that a lot. Um, And so I think Maza's probably like an older lady. Children, maybe she. Do you think she's like a flawed grandma, though? <laughs> she got, got some deep character flaws. <laughs> I think maybe she has Does brought she one of her grandchildren with her, and they are like the tech person for this community. I, like an IT person, not the tech person, but just like a random IT person. I'm going to put down some notes. Um, just so I know. Is this like the most difficult thing? Because this seems like so incredibly difficult for, because <laughs> she could have just shattered your plot right there, Travis. Is that? <laughs> so... I mean, that's how the, that's how I'm supposed, I'm supposed to design the campaigns with this game in a way in which asking the players to just add things doesn't wreck it. You oh, know, okay. like, okay. my I, I know th- I know the main person here and I know what that main person is trying to do and what the big thing that <laughs> they have is. And I know their connection to the Scarlet Sharks. But like other than that, I left it pretty open so okay. that that sort of and thing. And it's works. not like, I mean, it it would be a douche move for me to be like, oh, well, I mean, my mom is like friend. the president of this. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, so no, mine's just like some grandma and her grandson works in IT. So after you uh, hear more elevator music, you are connected with Maza, who says, uh, yes, uh, h- hello. Who is is it? Who is this? Oh, Maza, darling, it's Lirian. Oh, my. What are you doing way out here? Oh, you know, I travel. <laughs> I get around. But here... Well, you know, listen, we're, uh, I've got some friends out here. We're trying to get in. Oh, sure. I can, 
I can buzz you in uh, just a moment. Excellent. Thank you, honey. You hear the bzzz, like an apartment. You're, you're buzzed <laughs> in and the door is unlocked. Sweet. Nice. And there's like an airlock so that the poison doesn't get in. But then uh, once you go through the giant vault door that is the second end of the airlock, you enter into a gorgeous suburban community. It has a fake earth looking sun uh, on the this projected onto the dome. There's fake earth looking clouds. It just looks like 1950s earth, basically. Not actually 1950s earth, not but the the reboot that happened in 2818. Exactly. The media idealized American 1950s. Um, There are people with golden retrievers and there are white picket fences and there are a lot of muscle cars. Some people are dressed like greasers, but even then, it, they're, you can tell that they're a little too clean cut. Everybody, uh, they're also just a bunch of aliens and robots and shit, but like, other than that, <laughs> it, it kind of just looks like the 50s. Nobody seems to pay you a lot of mind. What do you do? Uh, I think before I hung up with Maza, I I said, listen, Maza, honey, stick around. I might need to call on you again if you get what I mean. Oh, I can. Yes, I, I'll I'll send you my uh, my my new my new phone number. You can give me a call whenever. You're a peach, dear. Thank you. And she does. This is definitely the same grandma that was a kraken in her. <laughs> I only have the one grandma voice. <laughs> I mean, we didn't say what species the grandma was. So, what if it's could this... be space? It could be space kraken. I don't know if that. I I'll need to re-listen to our in plain sight season to to remember if that kraken lived or died. No, she, I mean she left. She got chased out of the. She just left of the community. That's true. For pretending to be a dog. Uh, park. If you want that head cannon, there, there you go. Uh, yeah. True believers. The in plain sight episode one is where you can find out more about this grandma. Excelsior! <laughs> now that we're inside, I think Carol's going to look around to see if there are graffiti tags because that was somewhat Ooh. big in the fifties, from what he remembers from the data tapes, to see if he can find a tag that matches the tag that he saw on the rifle. I forgot one very, very important detail. What's that? It basically looks like the 1950s, except that behind the front of each house is a giant Scarlet Shark uh, fighter ship. Every single house is built out of a Scarlet Shark fighter uh, with the fin wing sticking up and out. Uh, And each fin wing has an individualized little tag on it, a tag or a symbol. From the uh, intro, from the very first. You're there. Yeah. You made it. You finally made it to Woo! the place where the season takes Credit place. Credit start. <laughs> Longest intro ever. Yeah, roll <laughs> title card, yeah. on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or check out our website at VRE.show to find out more about the games we play. Follow Lyrian at Yosef Bridge, Shift 9 at Logan Jenkins, Carol at White Wing, and the Galactic Overlord at the Travis W. Our email is hi at VRE.show. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about the show. Those are the best ways to help us out. One shift... Oh, wait. Mmm... They've asked us not to read it, but thanks for the review. 
in the limited expanse. Ugh, limited. Nope. <laughs> That's not right at all. <laughs> in the extremely limited expanse. In the, extremely, of this room. In the two two pieces of space that we have. In the two by two grid, <laughs> grid of space. space. <laughs> These people can go fuck off. All right. 